Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street But leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quite a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road And Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes And Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road and Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the ride. All right, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Uh, actually, I'm live at the farm, at the Lazy G Farm. TJ sitting at Dallas Safari Club uh, Convention Center, actually running around looking for a cup of coffee. Beefsteak is in the bunkhouse. Oh, yeah. Sam is in the bunkhouse. Uh, Sam. Who is Sam? <laughs> Golly, that's weird. Road Rash is in the bunkhouse. Twisting wires, keeping this game rolling. This is the Outdoor Zone. I'm Cody Ryan, your host. TJ Graney, Beefsteak Disco, and Road Rash. Last name Rash. Uh, McBride's Guns with the Way Society is pounding on our rights to own guns. It's imperative we support our local gun shops and the ones we trust with our constitutional rights. That's McBride's Guns. They're Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, or personal carry, McBrides can help. If you're looking for a gunsmith, they've got one on site to take care of any needs that you have with any firearms. Uh, you'll find McBrides in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. Call them, 512-472-3532, or online, McBridesGuns.com, because McBrides Guns, they are our hometown gunshot so uh welcome back regulators this is the top of the hour of the second hour and uh you know open topic and a, i've got a couple one of things you, and we want to we mentioned we mentioned at the beginning of the show briefly uh i did i did go on uh, i did chase an axis deer uh this last these last couple of weeks on my in-laws have a have a place in the hill country we saw this Axis deer several weeks ago show up on game camera, and I just fell in love. I mean, I straight up just it was it was the deer, and uh, I, I I had taken uh, some whitetail out there this year, some some coal bucks that we needed to get rid of. Actually, one that we'd been chasing for two years, a six point uh, coal buck that we'd been chasing for two years. And, uh, I did harvest him and, and so we had some meat in the freezer, but, uh, axis deer for one is 
phenomenal eating. And number two, uh, I just had, I've guided on several axis deer in the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years I've guided and pointed and said, that's the one, but I've never harvested a bull myself an axis buck myself. And, uh, and so when I saw it on game cam and my father-in-law had taken a real nice one at his, at his ranch there, um, uh, a couple of years ago. And so it was, uh, you know, I kind of, I, I don't guess I asked permission or anything. I just kind of said, sometimes I, you I just, just got to go take that seat, right? I just kind of, I just kind of <laughs> took the seat. Forgiveness later. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so I'd hunted, hunted over between Christmas and new year's. We kind of spend new year's. It's been a tradition for a long time to spend new year's at the ranch and a uh, good safe place, stay off the road, stay out of the craziness. And so we did that, uh, got to hunt, but you know, with the family, you're, you know, uh, hunting for a few hours here, a few hours there, but you also, you know, come back and have lunch and take a nap and do all that kind of stuff. Well, never saw the access deer while we were there. It showed up one time at night in the middle of the night. Uh, we got a quick picture of, but he just wasn't, he wasn't coming in. And, uh, during the hours that we were in the blind anyway. And, uh, and so I, uh, we had gotten back on new year's. We came back. Uh, I think we came back, uh, new year's day, maybe the day, before, yeah, new year's day, I guess we came back and, uh, got back home. And my fear was cause we'd come back a day earlier than we had anticipated thinking let's get a day at home you know we'll get back late well uh, and that storm was coming in too so everybody right, was thinking, the, big freeze the big, coming and big freeze let's get back and just get comfortable and back to the house and uh so we came back a day early my fear was that i would wake up the next morning and there'd be pictures of that axis all over the game camera the next you know uh, since we left a day early it would be there that final day well luckily I, I was joking that luckily that didn't happen because I would have been, you know, sorely upset had we left a day early and then he shows back up, uh, the day that we we're originally going to leave, you know, or the morning of, was this your normal stand where you were seeing him? No, not the one that I normally hunt in. Uh, but I would you... hunted, I'd hunted that one. And then I, I, I notoriously have like feeder issues and <laughs> like, it doesn't matter where I hunt on opening day of deer season, opening day of rifle season for the past, I don't know, four plus years. It doesn't matter what stand I hunt in the feeder will not go off. So, uh, and it's just become a joke, a running joke. You know, I'm going to hunt where, you know, there's Peter's no feed. Yeah. Which doesn't always matter because I did not harvest an animal under a feeder this year out of the four animals that I've taken, not one of them was under a feeder, which is kind of cool. Um, but it goes to show too, how much you got to pay attention. I learned a lot about hunting. I mean, I've been hunting for 20 years now, you know, I'm 38. I've been hunting longer than that, I guess. Yeah. We started hunting. I don't know when I was 11. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, if you uh, want to call it hunting back then. Yeah, well, <laughs> the process of learning to hunt and all yes. those 
things. So I, I, uh, I, but I, I learned a lot this year of just sitting, uh, and, and, and especially this past week so that Axis showed back up on camera and, um, and my wife just said, go, I had been pacing around the house all day and I, I had an opportunity to go. I had <laughs> some time that I, you know, I obviously had things to do, but I could kind of temporarily put them on hold. They weren't pressing items. And, uh, she said, go. And so I took advantage of that and went back up to the ranch. Felt like I'd just come from there, turned around, went back to the ranch and hunted for the next two days and sat in the stand, uh, from five 30 in the morning until six 42 at night. And, uh, that's a long time to sit. I did leave for an hour. I snuck out and left for the hour for an hour. Cause I went back and got something to eat. I didn't bring any, you know, enough stuff to eat in the blind to sit there all day. Um, but regardless, I mean, 12 hours, uh, and I'd already sat the night before as well and, and, uh, spent several hours in the blind. And so, um, but I realized sitting when I sat all day that, holy cow, if you're paying attention, you know how often we drift off and take a nap and all that kind of stuff. If you're paying attention, I saw deer that we hadn't seen ever, never got on camera, still don't have them on camera that would walk by, you know, uh, 150 yards on the right-hand side through trees and, you know, be grazing along and, and browsing along on trees. So you get a plenty good look at them and know that Wow, I've never seen that deer. And uh, the number of animals that you see when you're not taking a nap and when you're in the blind all day, unbelievable. Don't take my nap away from me, dude. <laughs> well, it, it's true. I, and I kept trying to nap. I wanted to take a nap because I didn't sleep very good. I was anxious, and so I didn't sleep very good. So I wanted to take a nap, but I kept, like, as I would think, of, all right, I'm going to rest my eyes for a few minutes while I'm here in the blind. And I look over and 22 yards from here, two axis does, you know, I mean, it's just like, it's amazing uh, the the amount of animals that you see when you're fully engaged, fully paying attention well, and, uh, and sit all day. There's they say, they say a lot of the trophy deer, um, the biggest deer have been killed, you know, mid morning, early afternoon, not, you know, not at your, you know, sunrise to 8 a.m. kind of right. deal. Right. That big deer is not just going to run into the feeder when it goes off, and you're going to shoot it very typically. Very and I often. caught I caught my biggest bass. We were, we were on Falcon when I caught that biggest bass, and it was like middle of the day or something. It wasn't it wasn't an early hunt uh, or early morning, first thing in the morning, sunrise thing. But you're right. Now, I have that old saying I used to say all the time is, uh, if you don't have a hook in the water, you're not going to catch anything. So if you're not sitting in the blind, you just never know. I'll tell you though, you got to have your gun has got to be in working order. We've got all that, baby. Tell us about, tell us about uh Nile Maxwell super center. Oh, Nile Maxwell super center. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I told <laughs> him about McBride's. All right. Well, Nile Maxwell super center. 
Truckloads of Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams are headed our way during Nile Maxwell sales event at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. All month long, they have the newest vehicles showing up by the truckloads. Ram is the number one brand in Texas, and we have everything, all the discounts, and now's the best time to see the new inventory before they're even online. We've got the inventory right now at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter, so come and pick yours out today. Drive it home today. The Nile Maxwell Supercenter, we sell more than anyone else. 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit us online at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter.com. Hey, and I wanted to ask Beef, and I'll ask we'll, I'll ask you on the flip side, if you'd ever set in the blind from daylight to dark. It seems like something Beefsteak would do, <laughs> um, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We'll talk about that. Plus, the Peter Report, Armed Citizens Report, all that and more. You get it only one place. It is the Outdoor Zone. We're live at the Bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is MLS Pro Brent Chapman. You're listening to the best outdoor show on God's green earth. The Outdoor Zone with TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak. All right. Welcome back to the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Welcome back, regulators. Hey, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you trust. Well, we use our friends over at Sun Auto Service, family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission service, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service Repair Shop nearest you. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips or specials every week. Locations all around Austin, Texas, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road, 620, sunautoservice.com for all the details, sunautoservice.com for all the details all right now it's time for this week's peter report they are anti-hunting anti-fishing anti-meat anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage it's time for the outdoor zones peter report because we love animals too they taste great so one of the things it's a cultural thing this is something that's been happening since long before PETA was even a, a twinkle in some crazy person's eye. Tuck a crazy. Merchandise spoofing the race's 50th anniversary. And it's a bunch of coffee mugs and t-shirts, stuff like that with bloody dogs on them. And it just, pissed me off i didn't think that was right it's not good and again it's just another stunt for them to get us to talk about them um but i thought i would change the subject to something that's in honor of PETA. i want to talk about the the uh shells that you're using i talked to a remington guy uh in the development r d department uh here at the dallas safari club this week and uh, we were talking about my favorite uh, load caliber and and uh, my favorite shell they make which is the core lock it's the green and yellow core lock 
and I, you, I can't find them. And he was telling me that they're cranking out ammunition as, as fast as they can, 24-7, 365, palleting it up and sending it out. And, uh, and he also mentioned that they are having a hard time finding help. They have a ton of job openings and they just can't find people that want to work. I don't understand that. The White House earlier this week put out a uh, graphic that said that there's more jobs, uh, that there's more jobs being filled, filled, filled going away than yeah. any other time in history by, I mean, I mean, but un, a huge amount unprecedented. more than any unprecedented numbers by any other president in history. So uh, I don't you know, know who, why they're having a hard time. Who to believe, right? Yeah. Hey, yeah. So, but so, you're using that. You're, I would, you were just showing us your little blue box of federal ammo. Man, and, and I'll t- I tell you what, like I said, I, 270, I'm not, 130 grain. But you didn't yeah, just two, buy that. You found it, right? I mean, no, you, I, I mean, I bought it. I, I don't remember when or why, but I bought a couple of boxes. I have two boxes of them because you got two boxes of it. Yeah. Ammo's hard to find and you're limited to a certain number of boxes when you buy it. So when I see it, I buy it kind of thing. And, uh, I bought these federal power shock one thirty grains and didn't think much of it other than it's 130 grain and it's a soft core shell, right? Or a soft, uh, soft point. It's a jacket. It's a lead. Yeah. It's soft. It's like a core lock copper. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit, little bit different, but pretty close to the core lock. And that's why I bought them because I like the core locks. Right. Good luck with those. Uh, but this one has been doing, I mean, it's job and I've had some good shot placement, but not anything insanely good. And three out of four animals, including a wild hog, two whitetail bucks and an axis buck. And only one of the whitetail bucks ran at all. And it went about eight yards. Literally the other three dropped, did not take another step. And I just kind of blew my mind. You know, I don't, I'm not like the greatest marksman. I'm, you know, I've been proud of the way I've been shooting the last several years because I've taken time to kind of understand it a little bit, but I'm not really, I'm not, I don't shoot a hundred rounds in the off season in preparation. You know, but I if you do, do the research, does anybody do that? But if you not do the, now, not with <laughs> ammo. Do, but with the research, if you do it, you'll find out that a lot of that shot placement or whatever it's about the ballistics, right? Of the of the bullet and that kinetic factor and that sonic boom that comes in and just disintegrates the organs. It just shakes them up. In the, even in the long range hunting, that's what kills yeah. them, not the hole. Right. It, well, in the, in the, the, and actually the closest shot that I've had has been 125 yards out to pushing 200. Yeah. It's just that the shock, that shock input, you know, of, of the just kinetic force, boom, and shock wave. And yeah, well, it's also, down. it's always good to blow the heart apart, but, or put a big hole in the lungs. But that is right. That is the good. Kinetic energy of the, yeah, but even that I've seen, I mean, how many times have we seen a double long and the deer still runs on adrenaline for a hundred yards? Well, that's it what bleeds good. So what's the right? explanation then? It has to be the I, other, right? The ballistic, right? The, 
the well, bullet. that's why I told you I didn't like those ballistic points, those plastic tip ones that I was using for a while because they weren't, they, I guess they didn't seem to have the, they should have, maybe it was my shot placement, but they didn't seem like they no. had that, 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 that oomph, punch, right? Yeah. All the guiding I've done, all the guiding I've done. And I would, when a customer would show up with ballistic tips, it, it, I just, I was not excited because I knew that one tracking was going to be involved and two, it was likely going to be a hard tracking job because there wasn't going to be much blood. It seemed like those bullets just pass through so fast in our animals. And maybe it's better in a larger game animal, maybe a, a kudu in Africa, a ballistic tip is, is great or something. I don't know what it is. If we were experts had, or something, it might, you know, there might be some other. We're not experts, but, but we the, are, but we, we, we are, are field, field we're experts, in the field meaning tester. we've done it yeah. a lot. And you know what, what you, works and what doesn't. Beef, right. what are you shooting out of? What have you been shooting? You got like a mixed batch or you got well, one thing that you're shooting? Uh, now I started using, because I couldn't find 270 anywhere, I got on Norma Ammunition, Ammunition, Swedish company that is selling only to the public. And uh, they're out of Georgia. Now, Savannah, Georgia is where their warehouse is. And uh, if you buy $50 worth, they ship it to you for free and it comes in about two days. It's amazing. You can go but on, you're but, shooting, like, but I had to change a, to a 130 brand of 270. Yeah, they have their own brand. And, but I did have to, sh- I did have to change to a 130, uh, a 130 tip, but they've got the 308. You know, you were, I, the, the people I talked to and the research I did said that what they did last year is they they decided they were going to focus on Remington in particular. They were going to focus on uh, certain calibers that were the most popular and try to keep them on the shelf and try to do it instead of sporadic. And I think, Cody, you mentioned 223 is your guess, right? Yeah, I think that's the number one. I think I heard that the other day. 223 is the number one. 308. Uh, rifle cartridge, not only for plinkers, but hunters as well. And 308. Right, five five six two two three cannot be the number one cartridge for a hunter. Yeah, ARs, it, buddy. It doesn't no, seem like there's it. There's no way. It is there's the number no one. It is. Headshot deer with two two three. Headshot. You fill up your you fill up your magazine, your AR <laughs> magazine, and you go plinking and you shoot through thirty <laughs> rounds. At a time. You know something else I heard about. You remember bump stocks and that that yeah. after the the tragedy in Las Vegas, they quit using or they banned bump stocks right now they have a bump trigger no it's ah. not, it's a binary trigger <laughs> so yeah. my son-in-law has this so get this you when you pull it back it shoots when you let go it shoots so every time you pull the trigger and let go it shoots too you get it in out in out it's a constant trigger what happens okay. if you pulled it and you're done and you've you got to shoot it, it again <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got to pull like the, it. you got to pull the, the, uh, uh, whatever the, sure. the bolt. Yeah, I just, don't like it. I don't like it. You better make sure that there's plenty. Sounds dangerous, to, doesn't that it? That lead fly down the road at. Hey, Shore Raw Bar and Grill, man. If you haven't been there, you need to go. Uh, hottest new restaurant in Austin. Our amazing friends are at Shore serving up regional coastal cuisine. 
combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, Mexico. And remember the oysters we talked about earlier? Fresh oysters, they fly them in. They fly their fish in fresh every week. They hand pick it. Uh, they got a great um, buffet the, today, or uh, not buffet, what am I trying to say? Um, brunch. 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 Yes, their brunch today is crazy. It's live music almost every night. They're bringing back live music to Austin, Texas. Go visit our buddies Rick Wahlberg and, and Jim Schneider over at Shore Raw Barn Grill, Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Wyano Kill. The Shore Raw Barn Grill, shoreatx.com for details, shoreatx.com for details. Armed Citizens Report up next. Stick around. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the Muckhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Been replaced by a 1958 Model T Bird Ford. Baby, say where you want to go. I said, I don't know, maybe Mexico. I'm Everstar Pro Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun. Fix me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in the pickup, gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch a five-pound bass. Down by the lakeside, just off the ramp. All them people sleeping in there. Hi, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. Get a fast start without the fast talk at Nile Maxwell GMC. You need to be aware of the sticker scam at other dealerships. Don't be fooled by some dealership advertisements that show you a lower price than put surprise aftermarket items on their cars to increase the price of the vehicle. Those are called addendums or dealer add-ons. And another term you'll see is called market adjustment pricing. What really means is more profit for the dealership. That's not right. And we don't do business that way at Nile, Maxwell, GNC, and Round Rock. Uh, go see our friends. Go visit our prof- team of professional great experts who will take first class care of you. They believe the delivery of your vehicle is just the beginning of the relationship, not the end. Nile, Maxwell, GMC, exit 256 and Round Rock or online, nilemaxwellgmc.com. See dealer for details. And as always, You'll still have Niles' personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us their deal, and we'll beat it. We are professional grade. All right, so coming to you live. I'm coming to you live from the Dallas Safari Club 2022 convention in Dallas, Texas. Cody Ryan and Beefsteak are in the bunkhouse, and uh, now it's time for your Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. Armored store clerk uses concealed firearm to defend himself and others. Amazingly, the clerk who was shot had sustained minor injuries when you watch the video, you'll realize just how lucky he was to make it out of this alive. When the bad guys fired, 
Another clerk behind the checkout is armed and is and is a retired police officer. He wastes no time once he realizes what's going on right in front of him. He quickly draws and fires multiple shots at the attacker, sending him running and eventually falling to the ground and leaving this world. Being armed, prepared, and trained is more important now than ever before, and we see that on a daily basis. Just imagine the self-defense gun uses that we don't even hear about. Uh, again, just another one of those stories that um, that are not reported in the nightly news, general media, or across, obviously not across social media anywhere, and uh, and it just happens. It just happens, and uh, and we have stacks of those stories that come every week, and across the uh, across our desk here at the outdoor zone, and just it's just crazy, just crazy. Speaking of social media, I uh, I just saw that eight years ago was the last time I was at Dallas Safari Club show where you're currently at. It looks like eight years ago was the last time I was there. Really? It, it just, just showed up on my memories. Did you book a hunt media. while you were there, Cody? Did I what? Book a hunt while you were there. No. Well, you were no. probably working. Were you working? I uh, bet you were working. Working what? I was there with you. We went to go visit it, uh, visit oh. the show. I had a landscape Maybe company eight years ago. But My, how things change, huh, TJ? Now you're in the show. <laughs> Hey, this is kind of interesting. I saw this story and I've been holding on to it uh, for the last week or so because I had never heard this and I thought maybe you guys had or haven't, but regardless, I thought it was interesting how ranchers used barbed wire to make phone calls. Oh yeah. Old, the old days. Yeah. Have you heard about that? Yeah. Were you, yeah. The historians. Go ahead. Historian yeah. Jay Everett Haley wrote that in this in its time, the old uh, XIT ranch up in the Texas Panhandle was probably the largest fenced range in the world. He recalled its barbed wire enclosed over three million acres of land. At the north end alone, the fence ran for 162 miles. Unique enclosure helped keep the enormous cattle herds uh, keep out rustlers and give rise to the creative use of new technology the telephone uh i'll come back to the xit in a moment in the article it says but first consider these uh smattering reports from the era in um in on a ranch california telephone communication had been established between various camps by means of barbed wire fences the article says the novel uses the phone was uh says the novel use of the phone was a great success and being used in texas as well so apparently they have these, they, they invented these little deals that they'll, uh, they just use that the they can clip onto the wire yeah. Yeah. of the fence and communicate. Now it's very rough communication. It's not clear. It's, it's very rough, but, and then it goes on to explain like some of the nuances and things they figured out that it, that it actually clears up when they, uh, have the wire that's not just bound around the fence post. Uh, itself so it's it's has an isolator it. it passes through and doesn't get jobbled up so you'll see they use bottle tops and they used to gap the barbed wire fence 
and the wire itself with a bottle top. And you've seen this or seen pictures of it where there's a piece of ceramic or glass into a barbed wire fence at a post that's broke off, right? Have you ever seen that or a picture of it? Of a like a yeah. bottle top that's broke off on a barbed wire fence. The 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 uh, glass like they used in the old days for electrical no wire, uh, the isolators, right? You know where they those things that screwed on uh, that were all glass look like a mason jar. Yeah, right. and you that, can still see them on occasion if you're going down the road. It's the same right? idea. It isolates it so it doesn't you know electricity doesn't hit the pole, right? And uh, use the same thing with the glass of the bottle. Yeah, so they would break bottle tops off in between the post and the Love and the wire to and that would clear up the call somewhat. Now it would, you know, if they're got a herd issues or they had a grass fire, things like that is what they primarily used it for, but they would carry these clip on phones, basically, a clip on phone in their saddlebag and clip it onto that barbed wire fence. <laughs> I had no idea. The original cell the original cell phone. Right. Well, and 160 <laughs> miles of barbed wire, barbed wire. That is a lot of wire. Holy cow! So yeah. how? What kind? But and it can't be. That's a low voltage thing going down that wire. That the phone's not a high voltage. So, nope. holy moly! That's yeah. just cool. Yeah, and and I don't know all the. I'm gonna be looking it. for that. I'm gonna be looking for Maybe that. Maybe I'm gonna do it on your farm. out here, TJ. You ought to do it on your farm. Branches. Put one on the back of your your place, and uh, yeah, my so fence can... is not in good enough shape to do a thing. <laughs> all of our places, you can just go like this. Hey, hey. <laughs> hello, yeah. hello. Hey, we got a fire over here. <laughs> Bring me a sandwich. Yeah, uh, but I. I just thought, man, that is the strangest. I mean, I, I don't know. I'll tell I thought, you, them old cowboys, those farmers and ranchers, man, these old boys. How do you think they, that? How do you think that happened? You know, some guys just out there, and uh, and they just looking to at go. I wish I could call my wife going, right now. I wish I could call my girlfriend. <laughs> well, they didn't even have, you know, they didn't have the. Uh, I don't know. I just think it's, uh, they didn't well, have phones, you know, cell phones or any of that stuff, obviously. Right. And to come up with that technology, uh, while riding the fence line, I mean, how do you even understand that wired would carry that? They did it with telegraph know. before, you like know, the old telegraph like not, poles. They don't know what's going on. They got lights and stuff. At back oh at my gosh. <laughs> Light electricity electricity yeah. yeah yeah they got it at the four sixes up there anyways at tj uh are you watching that are you getting ready for the new shows i hadn't got ready yet four I sixes moved over to 1886 or 1883 the what original. are y'all talking about yellowstone yellowstone uh, uh oh, spinoff spinoffs man they're making huh, it. They're, it's a new big thing. They're only thing. doing limited more of that, and then they're switching to the next series. Because the, the and guess what? So I met the guy that runs the buffalo hunts that lives on the ranch next to the guy that writes all those shows. <laughs> His garbage. I met friend. a guy once that was the cousin <laughs> no, to the second I got, aunt. I'm going to. He was married him. to the neighbor of a guy that once met uh, no, that, David. 
uh, I mean, uh, that that once met that guy David that did, was the cameraman at Yellowstone Ranch. He was he was big deal over there. TJ, I'm with <laughs> you on that one. Okay, thank you, Sheridan. Yeah, anybody that knows him directly, yes, pretty cool, yes, right? Thank you. Okay, okay yes. All right, hey, tell me about Farm Ranch. You got FarmRanchStore.com. You make fun of me, but I tell you what, they're gonna have what you need over there at FarmRanchStore.com. Every rancher, everybody that owns, whether it's a 160 miles of ranch or whether it's 10 miles of ranch or whether it's 10 acres. Everybody that owns a piece of dirt needs to be shopping at farmranchstore.com. There's no better way to ensure a successful farmer ranch operation. Getting the right handling equipment, ranching equipment, fencing feeders, rodeo arenas. We're proud to offer you the top quality products on the farm and ranch market today at farmranchstore.com. Prefert, Powder River, WW Manufacturer, all trusted names in the industry at farmranchstore.com. And don't forget, they got the Boar Buster Hog Traps. You cannot beat the Boar Buster Hog Traps. Go shopping for your ranch gear at farmranchstore.com. Farmranchstore.com. That's where the landowner goes to get the work done. I will wrap this whole thing up on the flip side. It is the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're listening to it live right here. It catches 24 7, 365 at the Outdoor Zone. A few days before he turned 80, he was sitting out back in a rocker. He said, What you been up to lately? I told him, Chasing a dollar, and in between sips of coffee. He poured this wisdom out Said if you want my two cents On making a dollar count Buy dirt Find the one you can't live without Get a ring let your knee hit the ground Do what you love but call it Alright, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. This week's Dirt Talk brought to you by our friends Jill and Ann by BassDropProperty.com Their passion for small town and country living makes them uniquely suited for helping you find the perfect place away from the big city. And if you need to sell that place in the big city, they can help with that too. Jill loves getting to know her clients and is relentless in her efforts to find the perfect place. Anne's business law and paralegal background assures you all of the real estate puzzles pieces fit. Buy BassDropProperty.com. Better together. We just like them, them girls because... I mean, you get two for the price of one. I mean, what's better than you that? You know, it was, it was when cool. You're they, for a realtor. Uh, they came out to see the farm. They hadn't been there since we bought it earlier this year. And uh, they hadn't seen any of the improvements or any of the stuff. They came out, had their family uh, come out after church last week. And it was so good, man, those girls. And, uh, and I was going to say, and I, I don't know if you have something you want to talk about uh, yeah, particularly, yeah. but. I was meeting with somebody yesterday and they're there. They want to sell their place in Austin and move out towards the Lockhart Bastrop area. And, uh, and they, they want 10 acres or so because they want to be able to kind of run their business out there and all that stuff. And, uh, and I said, well, man, I, if you don't have somebody that you're talking to yet, I got who you need to be talking to. That's right. And I, I and it is, and unless you're a local out there, unless you're dealing with some, a local like Jill and Ann at buybastropproperty.com, uh, 
uh, unless you're dealing with somebody like that, you're not hearing about all the stuff that's out there. You're not, you can't no, just get online and find it. Not all the time. Not all the time for like sure. Ours, ours didn't even get put online. Yeah. So you're not going to find it all unless you got somebody like Jill and Ann out there looking for you anyway. Hey, I was going to tell you, uh, this week's dirt talk, um, water collection systems, obviously, uh, yep. I built and, and this is kind of an experiment with some future projects I have of, of some wildlife that I'm going to be hopefully bringing on to the farm here, the lazy G that, uh, I experimented with the water collection system. And it's mainly, it's not because I need to save money on water or, you know, I got a well that I could get up and going and doing all that and run lines and do all that stuff. But it's, it's also, it's a time saver, but I also, it's, it's water that is falling from the sky <laughs> that I can utilize and looking at those pieces and elements, it, it saves me time. If it works, if this works the way I did it and, uh, and it's, and it falls from the sky. So, I mean, there's, there's, you know, no elements that can fail me other than no rain. Right. And so then you gotta have a backup system, but you gotta have a backup system for everything. I remember, and so yeah, I built this yeah. roof line and did this math equation that I found online that uh, figures out how much per inch of rain that you get, um, and built a, a nine by 20, nine by 20 foot roof. And, uh, I should collect with every inch of rain, you know, over 80 gallons, uh, of, of water and, and closer to a hundred gallons of water for every inch of rain, we get like 30, we average 30 something inches of rain out here. So, you know, several thousand gallons of water and, uh, in this water collection system to, to water the cows basically is what I'm using it for. And so we'll see how it works. I well, don't, and, and I, don't I did, and I did the same thing. So I built the, I just built the well house yeah. and put the roof on it with the, and a gutter to the back of it with the intent of collecting water uh off the roof and um and i don't even have it all hooked up yet i just have the gutter running wild but i put a stock tank underneath it and yeah. just in the last week or two it filled it up really like oh really? my yeah is yeah. yours a so closed-in system cody is it yeah closed i'm gonna in? get a float float system where hopefully uh right now i'm just collecting it i'm gonna see if it collects enough and how all that works before i put the connecting piece to the actual tank itself you just got to see how you how you're gonna um control algae in there and that's one thing you can drop these little biscuits in there if you want to biscuits beefsteak talking about biscuits don't be talking about biscuits i need a little biscuit well anyways we did that on the bunkhouse we uh we put just one side of the bunkhouse into a big crate you know those 250 gallon water crates you know that you see all over that are white that's what cody has and uh and we put it into the top that thing stayed full we put the fire out each week with it after we do our meeting and uh because we didn't have water down there and it stayed full the whole time it's still full beef tell me tell me your quarter of the week well it's gonna be my uh theme for 2022 it's all about hope hope is like a road in the country where there was never a road but when many people started to walk on it, the road becomes into existence. 
Okay, all right. Luke 9, 23, <laughs> Jesus said to everyone, all who want to come after me must say no to themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Mm, dig into that one. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. Same place, same time next week. All right, folks. Hey, we want to encourage you. Get the kids off the couch. Take them for a walk in the park. Show them the birds, the trees. Heck, take them hunting. Take them fishing. We don't care what it is as long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. Hey, this week, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com if you'd like to donate. Support a kid getting a kid outside. If you need a speaker or if you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. Kidsoutdoorzone.com.com. K-O-Z. No kid left inside okay that's up it for us here in the bunkhouse we uh, appreciate y'all listening to us it's tj live at the dallas safari club convention 2022 uh the boys in the bunkhouse meet us back here live in the bunkhouse next week follow us 24 7 365 at theoutdoorzone.com and on your favorite podcast platform that's it regulators let's mount up But he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife For forty-three dollars my friend lost his life I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old forty-five Cause the country boy can survive Country folks can survive Country folks can survive